I'm back today with another client breakthrough episode, and I could not be more excited to share this one with you. I'm sitting down with my amazing client, Allie, and we're talking about growing her income and impact her very first year in business, plus how she managed to do this during a global pandemic. We chat about questioning the rules she created for herself and how often we let the things that we tell ourselves become our truth and what we can do instead for more results. We let you in on the core mindset challenges that popped up for Allie during our work together and how she worked through them so she could grow her business in a way that felt aligned and easeful, plus saw massive results because of it. If you're someone who feels like there are big things on the horizon for you, but you've been holding yourself back, this episode is going to be a game changer for how you give yourself permission to show up and grow in a whole new way. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. So zeros. Oh, there we go. (laughs) My guest today is Allie Caulfield. Allie is the founder and creative director of Trio Creative Studios, a brand strategy studio that specializes in helping entrepreneurs infuse their personality and uniqueness into their brands so they can attract dream clients on repeat and close sales with greater ease and alignment. She leads a team of highly creative individuals in creating magnetic messaging and cohesive visuals for kind-hearted small businesses who want to show the world what they got. Allie, welcome to One Simple Chef. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Amanda. I'm so stoked to be here. I am so freaking excited for this episode. I love these client breakthrough episodes. They are so much fun for me because I feel like I can talk all day about coaching and about my coaching work with clients, but it is there is just something so useful about having a client perspective on how mindset can make such a massive difference in your business and how it can really be the lighter fluid you need to see more results. So, so excited to have you on the show. So excited that you can share your perspective and just like so pumped for this episode. Me too. This is going to be awesome. So before we dive in, can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do? Of course, I'm familiar, but I would just love for you to give us a little background on Trio and kind of how you got started. Yes, I would love to. So Trio Creative Studios, like you mentioned, is a brand strategy studio. And we work with small businesses, often solopreneurs, and help them create really cohesive brand identities and websites that are also infused with very magnetic messaging so that they can find their target audience and close sales on repeat with greater ease and alignment than they were able to before. Beautiful. Yeah. And so I'm working a lot with clients, usually one-on-one for our calls. And then I also have two other team members who work with me. And we really just dive into how can we infuse the heart of your business and you know your own heart, your personality into your brand so that it just feels so authentic 
And you can kind of go out into the world with a lot more confidence in what you do. Yes, I love that so much. So tell us a little bit about your business. And because you're relatively new to the online space, right? I am. Yes. So this is actually super, super interesting. So I had planned on starting my business in March of 2020 since 2019. And then of course, March of 2020 was when the shit hit the fan. Mm. Um, And so it was interesting because I actually found that because I started a business during that time, I was a little more willing to give myself slightly more grace because I was like, wow, this is the worst time to start a business since perhaps the Great Depression, perhaps 2008, probably 2008. And so I was like, okay, like we're, we're still going to do this. We're still going to go for it. But what I did find is that I was looking around me a lot as to what other entrepreneurs were doing, what was happening on social media, what was happening on, you know, different people's podcasts. And I definitely think I became a little bit of a, what I like to call uh, an information junkie, where I was <laughs> kind of absorbing all of this information and then I wasn't sure what to act on. And I was, I wanted this set of rules because I had just graduated college, um, you know, shortly before. And so I was looking for this set of rules to guide me. And in online entrepreneurship, there, there isn't a lot of rules. And so I think that that's something that was really interesting to me was I was looking around other people a little bit too much. Um, and the work we did together really helped me look a little bit more inward, which has been awesome. And so, you know, the work that we did together was super, super integral to, you know, me being able to scale my business, regardless of the fact that we're in a pandemic. So that was really exciting. Yes. Oh my goodness. So love that. And just so cool to see how you saw a great amount of success in a relatively short amount of time. I mean, I think like considering you started your business in a pandemic and we're still, I like to think we're on our way out of it, but I think like seeing that that was the case and like all the success that you have created within a relatively short amount of time, I think is really powerful because I think that to what you're saying here, a lot of people probably would have been hesitant to go into the online space at that time, even if that had been the original plan, right? Like there were a lot of external factors that probably would have weighed into that decision. And I think like you were really committed. You just really decided to go for it. And I think you have seen like such a tremendous amount of success because of that decision and because you are really so good at tuning into what feels good to you and your desires and really believing that it's possible for you. So I think like that has just been such an incredibly powerful thing that I have witnessed as a coach. But I think that that has really made such a massive difference for you. Do you agree? I think that's super, super kind of you. Um, And thank you for saying all of those things. That's super kind. It definitely doesn't always feel that way. So I think that that's something (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's interesting and something that, that social media has a way of making everything look easy, breezy, beautiful, right? And so although it doesn't always necessarily feel that way, I found that, you know, working with you as a coach and having like those little nudges and little reminders to like look back at how far, you know, how far you've come even even in like a a shorter amount of time. If I didn't have you kind of nudging me to do that and do that reflection, I think I definitely would have been 
more in the headspace of it, it's never enough. I'm never doing enough. Mm. I'm n- not performing enough. And I need to look outside of myself um, for rules as to what to do and for guidance as to what to do. And as we both know, there is no shortage of people giving, giving <laughs> yes. guidance and tips and advice in the online space, right? There's It's everywhere. And so it, it can be difficult because it, there's a lot and you almost need to have you need to listen to your heart and you need to kind of have a filter of like what's true and what is absolute bullshit. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, although, you know, I don't necessarily sit here and I'm like, Oh yes, I'm, I'm a massive success story. What I am able to do is, is sit back and look at the progress I've made and I can see, you know, a noticeable improvement. And the most noticeable improvement has definitely been, you know, the six months that we did coaching together and just the way that I approach my business is so much less based off of let me hop on whatever bandwagon the people I'm following on Instagram are telling me to hop on and instead focus on consistency and using platforms and strategies that just feel really good to me and in alignment with what I want to do. And you really encourage that because I was very much the type that was like, well, do I need to be on Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram and YouTube? And you're like, whoa, (laughs) reel it in. Like what feels good to you and what can you be consistent with? Um, And so that was massively helpful for me. I think this is just such a great conversation to have. And I'm glad we've kind of like steered in this direction because I think that to what you're saying where you're like, yes, but it, it doesn't always feel that way is just so useful to hear because I think like... So you hit a six-figure sales year your first year in business, right? Yeah, six figures in sales. Yes. yes. And I think that's that's important. That's an important distinction because I don't wanna I don't wanna blast out statistics and then it's like, well, what does that mean? Is that revenue? Is totally. that income? Is that what is that? Right. Mm-hmm. But I did that in sales. That is correct. So I think there are a lot of people, even when we say sales, right? And I think this is an important conversation to have and kind of a an aside we can even talk about, which is that there's so many numbers and there's so many metrics thrown around in the online space. And I think that it's really important to kind of keep a level head when we hear those numbers, because a lot of times what's being shared is the sales numbers or is the cash numbers or is the the revenue, but doesn't account for loss. Like wh- how much did you spend on team to get to that point? Or how much did you invest before you got to that point? Right. So like there's a much larger picture at play most of the time in the online space. And unless someone is expressly saying like Ali and I just expressly said what that number is tied to or the meaning behind that number is really easy to make up stories around how everyone else is doing so much better than you or how, you know, there's just like this next level and why aren't you there yet? There's just like so much that comes with sharing numbers in the online space, which is why I think this is really important that we do clarify that we do have that level of transparency here. But at the same time, that is like nothing to sneeze at. Is that the expression? Nothing to sneeze at? I don't know. But I, I, think that, I think that's it. I think that's right. <laughs> I, but my point is that that is actually like very impressive for your first year in business. And I think that there is this way in which this is why mindset work is so important, because like you were saying, you could have hit that. And one, you could have not even known that if you hadn't been looking for it. But also like you could have hit that and been like, oh, OK, cool. What's next? It's still not enough. Like I need to be on to the next thing. Why isn't it happening faster? Like you could still be living in that experience. And of course, like we all have stuff and that bubbles up from time to time. So it's never like we're completely rid of those like thoughts. But I think that you've gotten so good at shifting it. 
And it's just really important to have this conversation because I think a lot of people hear that and they're like, cool, six figures in sales. Like that sounds amazing. Like when I hit that point, like everything will be like magic and unicorns and butterflies. And I'll be like moving through my day with so much ease and I'll never have another challenge. And we almost make it it sound like it's going to be the thing that solves everything. So it's just so useful to hear like, yeah, like been there, got the t-shirt. And also let me tell you, like, I still have these thoughts. So I'm just like, so grateful to you for sharing that because I think that's just so useful to hear. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I love, I love this. I love where this is headed. Yes. So I think that a huge thing that I've really keyed in on is the fact that you know, we have, you're going to see a little bit of my, my sciencey background come out, right? So we have, we have quantitative and we have qualitative, right? And I think that the, the qualitative is where the quality of life comes in, but the quantitative is so easy to compare, right? It's Mm -hmm. so much easier to compare your followers to how many other followers other people on social media have. It's so much easier to compare your income to other people's income or your weight to other people's weight or your grade point average to other people's grade point average, because these are tangible numbers that we can look at, right? But the fact of the matter is that like those numbers are just numbers and they don't actually correlate with that more qualitative stuff and the things that are actually going to make you happy and actually going to increase the quality of your life, right? And so I think that we need to just be very mindful of this when we compare our own numbers to other people's numbers, because we don't actually know, you know, the thoughts that are going on behind the scenes or how they necessarily even feel about what what it is that they're experiencing or feel about those numbers. And that was massively helpful for me when I started talking to people that, you know, Instagram was a big crutch for me. And when I started talking to people that had 35, 50,000 followers on Instagram and they had really active accounts and they were still having these thoughts, I was like, hold up. Like the way that we're <laughs> measuring all of these, all of these qualitative, uh, all of these quantitative things, all of these numbers and comparing them to one another um, can actually be really toxic and really detrimental because it will always make you feel in some capacity like you're lesser. You can always find someone that has more Instagram followers than you, and you can always find someone who has less. And so for me, it's really been leaning in on, you know, what are the quality of my thoughts and and my day and, and how do I feel? And do I feel like I'm in more alignment? Do I feel like the trajectory is headed in a place that I want it to be headed in? And oftentimes when we focus on those things, we do notice the revenue go up and we do notice the followers go up and all of those things. But um, I think that that was definitely something that was a trap for me was really comparing my numbers with other people's numbers in lots of areas in my life. And I've str- I struggled with that, you know, in college too. I struggled with that in high school because the numbers are easier to compare. Um, and so I think that it's just really helpful to just be mindful of that and mindful of the fact that like those numbers don't actually mean that you're going to feel any different. Um, but what it does mean is that, you know, you can look at goals that you might have surrounding those numbers, which are okay, but the the quality behind it and the way that you actually are feeling and the thoughts that you're having are so much more important than a dollar amount, the amount of followers you have on Instagram. I I think another really big one for women is weight. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's just like these these numbers are just a point for us to compare ourselves. And so that can be dangerous. So just being mindful about that, I think is massively important. And then um, something else that you mentioned is like, I'm going to, I'm going to hit this number, hit this goal, and it's going to be rainbows and butterflies from Mm -hmm. here. Right. And I completely reject the idea that it will ever be any one thing. And if you think that it's going to be one thing, um, I really urge 
anyone to really push back against that, right? Because I think that in our society, we we have these advertisements and this marketing that's saying like, once you hit this weight, once you hit this amount of muscle, once you hit this income level, rainbows, butterflies, easy, breezy, beautiful, everything is going to be so <laughs> grand and lovely, right? But the fact of the matter is that it's like, yeah, we, sh- we should set these goals and we should, you know, want to improve in all of these things. But it's never going to be one thing. And admitting that and realizing that actually eliminates so much pressure because you're like, oh, I could, I could hit, you know, whatever goal I have set for, you know, fitness. I could hit whatever goal I've set for income, for revenue, for my grade point average, whatever it is. You know, I may or may not hit that. And if I hit that, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be without struggle and going to be without challenge. And you shouldn't want to be without that as a human being because that's what makes you grow. That's what makes that's what makes life worth living and entertaining, right? So um, I think that's also massively important. So, you know, just being mindful of that, of that trap and, and really prioritizing your own thoughts and feelings over these numbers, I think has been massively important and impactful for me in growing my own business. Yes. Oh my goodness. My like coach heart over here is like so happy hearing you say these things because it's yeah, so I love true. That. It's like, and that's so easy to fall into. Like I see so many clients when they first come to me with the same exact like mindset things where it's like the numbers feel so important and it's this big charged thing because we think when we get to that point, it's going to be the, the thing that magically makes everything else easier. And it's like, I mean, the money is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's definitely like, I'm totally here it for it. But, yes. I'm, but I'm not like, I'm not discounting that. But I, what I am saying is like, when we make it so much more about what feels good to us and what feels in alignment and what feels like it's it's actually the the way we want to thrive and the way we want to show up in our life and business, that the numbers almost become less important because you're living in alignment with what it is that you actually want, as opposed to what you think is going to give you the life that you want, which is is the trap, right? Like thinking that the thing is going to be the the number is going to be the thing that solves it is really kind of the trap that we can fall into. So I just love how you explain that. And I, I love that conversation because it's just so true. And I think shifting that has been like, it's just like so incredible to witness. So love all the things you said there. Thanks, Amanda. And I really, I have to give you, I have to give you credit here because I don't think that I would have been able to articulate that in such a way before our coaching and what's coming up for me, and I, I don't know if you remember this, but very early on, you know, our first two calls, I was very wrapped up in Instagram. <laughs> I was very much like, I don't like, you have to have a certain followers. I can't charge this amount because I don't have the followers to back it up. People are thinking certain thoughts about my business based off of the amount of likes I get on pictures. And um, honestly, it's just a little self-absorbed. No one cares about your social media as much as you do, right? Um, and I, have, I had clients that were complaining, you know, photographer clients that were complaining about getting like 300 likes on a photo. And I'm like, I don't think they would be saying that if they knew the amount of interactions I was getting on mine, which was significantly less. And then this happens so many times by people that are very thoughtful and considerate people. And I was like, they... They just don't even know. They're not even paying attention. We're also absorbed in our own, well, how is everyone, how is my business being perceived out there? And mm-hmm. and all of those thoughts kind of come out and it's super natural, right? But when I was able to kind of get over that hump of like, these numbers don't actually dictate 
anything about me. And these numbers aren't actually going to necessarily make me feel better about myself. That's when I was really able to feel a lot more ease and a lot more flow in my business, which is obviously what everyone should should want, right? As opposed to just chasing an arbitrary number amount. And then the fact of the matter is you're going to hit that amount and then someone is still making more than you. And you're going to be like, oh, well, it's got to be, got to have more, got to have more. And it's like, you're not going to stop until you hit Jeff Bezos and your your net worth is $180 billion or something absurd, right? And so it's like, so do you want to keep chasing this and just keep being miserable until you have that amount of money? Then there comes all these other issues with people having that amount of money and like, should you want to give that away, et cetera. But I don't I, I digress. <laughs> but I think that like, th- this, is, this is really important. And that's something that my mom always told me. There's always going to be someone one step ahead and always going to be someone one step behind. And once we can can just kind of admit to that and realize that it gives us the permission to focus on ourselves and focus on our own development and growth, um, as opposed to constantly feeling the need to compare ourselves to other people, which I found in my own life just, just really slows me down. Yes. It really, it really slows me down. So true. Yeah. Honestly, when it comes to selling, questioning the rules you've created for yourself can be so incredibly helpful. So many of us are operating under old stories that selling is icky or gross, or we just don't want to come across as pushy. And honestly, it makes it so much more difficult to make money in your business when those are the beliefs you're coming to the table with. That's why I absolutely love helping you shift these stories on my free Sincere Sales Coaching Call. Together, we get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge around sales, and we talk about how you can shift that so you can sell in a way that feels good and see more results because of it. If you'd love to join me for that absolutely free 30-minute call, then get over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales and grab a time that works for you. These calls are so much fun, and people have real incredible breakthroughs on them, so I would love for you to join me. So I am so curious, do you think that there is like one mindset shift that stood out to you in our work together that really made the biggest difference for you and your business? I do. So I would say the biggest shift that occurred for me during our coaching together is question the rules that you create for yourself. I think that I created a lot of rules around these numbers and around like, well, we have to, we have to hit this number of followers in order to be considered a legit business. We have to hit this number of income to feel good about ourselves. So many things, right? I have to, I have to niche because everyone's talking about niche, 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 choose, choose a tiny little corner and get really specific. And I really almost was kind of craving this framework for rules because I was so used to that being in school my whole life and being in these these other settings with jobs where you have a manager and you have someone inflicting inflicting guidelines and rules and there is kind of this this right and wrong way to do things. Um, but I realized that after you know our work together and even you know during our work together too, I came to this realization that I was creating a lot of rules for myself that simply did not need to be there. And they were actually really holding me back and they were deeply rooted in, in self-limiting beliefs. And so once I was able to recognize that and, and start questioning these rules that I had created for myself, I was able to break free from a lot of them and really lean into my own values and what really matters to me and my business. And that was just, just so refreshing. And it just really felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders because I was trying to look at everyone else and what everyone else was doing for this set of rules that I needed to follow in business. When in reality, there aren't a lot of rules and I'm not advocating for total anarchy here. Right. But (laughs) there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways that 
I think that we, we impose these things on ourselves and maybe it's because we're looking for structure. I think for me, I was just clinging on to this idea that like I had just very recently graduated from college and they're very much, there were steps. You had to take this class and this prereq in order to take this next class. You had to have a certain amount of credits to graduate. And so when I transitioned into the online business space, I was very much looking for these rules to kind of hold on to. But what I was actually doing was creating these <laughs> these like bullshit ideas that I was just kind of clinging on to because I didn't know what else to cling on to. And the reality is what you need to cling on to is trusting your damn self and being like, I can do this and I can trust my values. I can trust my own judgment. I can lean in on these things as opposed to really needing to focus on what everyone else was doing or create these like completely fabricated rules about how much I can charge based off of how new I am or how how seriously people are going to take me based off of the amount of likes I get on an Instagram post and these sorts of things. And so being able to kind of take a step back and look at like what rules are serving me and what rules are not serving me massively impactful and just created a major shift in my business and then therefore in my life. Yes. Oh my goodness. So good. And I love this conversation so much because I know that you are definitely not alone in this. And I know that, I mean, heck, I think probably as an entrepreneur, we've all been there at one point or another where it's so easy to look around and it's so easy to be like, well, this is working really well for that person. And this person, you know, did step one and then they moved on to step two. So that's the way it needs to be done. And I think in a way we kind of try to reverse engineer what we see working, right? And I think part of this is instinctual, right? Because we were like, oh, okay, that's working out really well for them. Therefore, I should do that too. But the funny thing about business and the funny thing about like mindset and getting your energy on board with all of this fun stuff is that typically the thing that feels best to you and the thing that feels most aligned to you is the thing that is also going to yield the best results. And yet there is so much programming that really speaks the opposite of this, really says, no, like there is a right way to do this. There is a blueprint. There is a method. There is a this and that strategy. There is a reason. There is like, I could go on and on because there's just so much of that in this industry. And there's so much talk of that in the online space that one person has it solved and it's what worked for them. So therefore it's the way you should do it too. But when we can say, oh, okay, cool. Like that worked for them. What works for me? That is such valuable information because then we're not blindly following something with the hopes that we're going to get a similar result. We're actually tuned into what it is that we want, how we want to create it, what feels best to us, what feels like the best way to show up to get that result and like how we're living life in the meantime, which I also think is like <laughs> totally underplayed in this industry. But I think that that is really when we start to see the best results is when we can trust ourselves to lean into that rather than to be searching for the secret or the next thing. And then feel like, you know, we must be doing something wrong when we didn't get the same result as someone else. So I think that this is, is so useful because there were so many points in our coaching together where you would say something and I'd be like, but is that true? Or does it really have to happen that way? Or, but what if we did it this way instead? And I think just having that reflection and that reframe is so valuable because it allows you to see, no, there isn't just one right way. The right way is really the way you want to do it. Hell yes. I love that. 
I think that that is, that's su- super powerful. And I think that, um, really focusing on your, like yourself and finding alignment is a great cure for this shiny object syndrome that we talked about a lot where you just want to download every freebie, attend every free webinar you see, latch onto all of these entrepreneurs who have been doing it longer than you and who you perceive to be more successful than you by whatever standards you've created for yourself, right? And so I think that it's it's super helpful because when you're like, okay, I don't I don't need to keep downloading all of these damn free PDFs. I don't need to keep you know, listening to what everyone else is saying, oh, this is, you know, this is the new trend or this is the new thing you have to jump on. And it's like, yeah, you, you want you want to keep a pulse on these things, right? Because the fact of the matter is that like Clubhouse is new and you might decide that Clubhouse is super aligned for you and that you want to jump on that. And that's great. And so being mindful and, you know, keeping keeping your eyes open for, for new opportunities is massively important. But that's very different than just feeling like you need to hop on everyone else's little little wagon and go along with them and what they're doing because it worked for them or they found success or you perceive them to have success, which I think is something else that's really interesting because we all have our own definitions of what success means. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I found myself very much, like I said, information junkie. Like I was downloading all the PDFs and all the freebies and listening to all of the podcasts and just trying so hard to latch onto what was working for other people that I almost forgot that just because it's working for someone else, like you said, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you or it might work, but it might feel like shit. And so then what's the point, right? And so just being able to be super mindful of that and check in with myself and be like, but does this feel good to you? And does this feel in alignment to you was massively, massively helpful and important. And then I find that I have much less shiny object syndrome now, (laughs) which is great. And I still have tons of ideas, but I'm able to like write them in a notebook and be like, okay, but you're on a path here as opposed to just letting every new piece of information derail me and make me question myself and my own business, which was definitely happening, you know, before we started working together and at the beginning of our coaching. And you were really, really helpful and just kind of pushing back against that and being like, okay, so it worked for her. And I would say something like, yeah, and she has 5,000 followers. So this means that if I do blah, 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 then I'm going to have 5,000 followers. And then you're like, okay. And what does it, what would it mean to have 5,000 followers? And then just kind of pushing back against this thought pattern I had, I realized that I was just becoming really absorbed in the numbers for very little reason. um, Because I thought it was going to make me feel immaculate and a hundred percent better. And I would have no problems and everything would be amazing once I hit this certain number or this certain goal. Um, and just realizing that that's not necessarily the case was super powerful for me. Yes. So speaking of numbers, let's talk about pricing because I know that this was something that definitely came up for you and something that you definitely had a lot of I mean, rules, I guess is the right words, but just like, I think we all have these, right? Like, I think we all have these like limiting beliefs around like one thing or another where we think, okay, like this is the way it's done, right? This is the way I need to show up. This is the way I do things. And I think that pricing was definitely one of those things for you. So talk to me about kind of like where your head was at with pricing when we first started working together and what that looks like now. So I can definitely say that if you were one of my first clients, you got a great deal (laughs) (laughs) because because I definitely think that I was, I was undervaluing my services. Writing is something that I love to do. I really enjoy it. I went to school for it. So of all, you know, the services and things that, that trio does, it is the thing that definitely comes the most naturally for me. And so I was just writing 
copy for all my clients and just charging them for the design portion. And I was massively discrediting the fact that this is, this is a skill that, that really deserves to be compensated. And I am in, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of debt from school because of mastering this skill. And then I'm not going to charge people for it. And so I think I just kind of, you know, really overlooked that. And working with you, I was able to realize that there's a lot of value in, in the services that myself and my team are offering our clients. And so that was, was really helpful. And I think that too, I was very much like, well, I'm new to the online business space. And so because I'm new, I have to only charge, I can only charge a certain amount. Um, and I was not giving myself credit for the fact that this is what I studied in college. I have a degree in advertising. I was not giving myself credit for the fact that I've had, you know, multiple internships in these roles. And so my experience actually spans closer to eight years. And I was giving myself only credit for one year. And I wasn't even giving myself any credit for this for this writing and the fact that I was doing that, right? And so working with you, uh, you were definitely like, hey, Allie, I need you to pump the brakes a little bit here because I'm not sure if you're seeing the whole picture of the transformation that you're walking your clients through and all of the work that you're putting into it. And that was just super helpful for me because I was able to see that I was not giving myself credit in a lot of ways. And you helped me feel a lot more confident in owning my value and owning the transformation that I help my clients um, undergo in their own businesses and in charging much more accordingly for that. Um, and I think that there was certain things in my head. I'm sure you remember this, like the, the $5,000 mark was a huge yes. thing for me. I was like, people don't invest more than $5,000 at a time in their business. <laughs> and you were like, what? And I'd be like, yeah, like that's, and you were like, okay, well, is that, maybe that's true for you, but is that true for everyone? Is that true for your target audience? Is that true? And I was like, well, no, but I'm new. And so then I would latch onto the fact that like, oh, well, I've only been in this particular business for one year. And so we, we did a breakdown of, you know, the amount of time it's taking me and all of the deliverables I'm offering my clients, the experience that I'm offering them, all these things. And, and we came to the conclusion that, you know, my, my biggest package should be well over $5,000 and I can really anchor into that value because even what I'm charging now is, I think a really great deal. Right. And so, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I think that that was, was really helpful for me. It was just like, well, Allie, like it, are your services worth that? And then I would be like, yeah. And then you're like, well, then why can't you charge that? And I think that that was just very, um, fear-based thinking. I think I was trying mm -hmm. to keep myself safe. I was trying to keep myself able to close every, every sale that I got when in reality you need to anchor in your value more than you need to get a yes from everyone. And so that was massively um, transformative to me and just really helpful because I think that I would still be massively undercharging my services if it wasn't for you kind of pushing back and you sharing your own design experience with me and um, really helping me see the value that that I'm offering has been super helpful. Yes, I love this so much. So one thing that comes up for me here is this conversation around discounting it because you're new in the online space. And this is something that I see come up for a lot of my clients. So I just want to like take a moment and dive into that more. And what I will say here 
is that so many of us are really quick to discount all of the, and I'm talking years, guys, years of experience we have prior to being in the online space because we think once we're in this realm where like, it seems like everyone knows what they're doing, nothing really counts anymore, right? Like, so all of the previous schooling, all of the previous jobs you had, all of the previous, like things that really do add up and make you a incredible entrepreneur, we're so quick to talk ourselves out of that and say like, well, that doesn't really count because it wasn't in the online space. So if this is a mindset block that you have as you're listening to this, I really encourage you do like a giant brain dump of all of the reasons you are the perfect person to serve your clients, all of the things that make you credentialed, all of the things that have like led up to this moment that have helped you to do the work that you do in your business. All of that experience really does count. So we don't do yourself the disservice of not counting it or saying it doesn't count because it wasn't in the online space because everything counts. This is a rule I have in my business, which is like everything counts, right? It counts regardless because I think we're so quick to say, well, like, you know, the revenue goal hitting that only counts if it was between this day and this day. And it's like, I mean, is that true? Or like the 10K month only counts if it was exactly 10K, like $9,999 wouldn't be it, right? Like I see so many entrepreneurs do this to themselves and it's like, no, everything counts. So really look back at that experience. What is the experience you have? And like, how can you get behind that? How can you really believe in that so that that can translate to your sales? So that can translate in the energy you show up in your business with. Like it really does all count. And then the other thing that came up for me as you were talking is I just like want to take a moment and talk about like Trio in particular and talk about your business, Allie, and how you offer your clients like such an incredible amount of value because from where I'm sitting, you know, back when I was doing design projects, like I would literally do the flat designs for websites and then I would pass them off to a developer to build out the whole thing. And I didn't even touch copywriting, right? So that was like three separate services where I was concerned. And then Allie comes along here and she's like, cool. So I offer copywriting and I also do the design. And then I also make sure that it's like fully developed and all of that happens under one roof. And I was like, okay, you are not charging enough for that. Like we need to have a conversation (laughs) around that because most of the time that is like three separate people. So I think that that is, is just like one example of an area where having a coach and having that reflection can be so useful because some, when you're that close to your business, you're just like, well, of course I do it this way. Of course I offer copywriting and design and build out websites. And of course that all happens. But when you can have someone to be like, "Mm," but like, does everyone do it that way? Or is that like a specific value that you offer? It's so much easier to see your own magic Because otherwise you just assume like this is the way it's done, right? And it's like, no, no, no. Like that's actually of huge value to your clients. So I just will like wanted to to get like give all the praise and kind words to Trio there because I think that that is one of those things that really does set you apart. Thank you so much. And I, I really give a lot of credit to my team too in supporting it because it is a lot. It's 
it's a lot to balance. It's a lot to kind of do under one roof. And, and the way that you described it is great because you're right. We do all of these, all of these things under one roof. Um, and I'm just so fortunate to have a team that allows me to really hone in on my area of genius. And then they're able to also hone in on theirs so that we can really help our clients um, find, create a, a massive transformation in their brand and just feel really, really confident and aligned in what they're doing. And a huge thing for me is finding their unique place in their industry so that they can go out in the world owning what they do and not feeling like they need to compare themselves to everyone else in their industry because they have such a unique place and position in it. And that is the power of branding. And so that that has been really incredible as well. Yes. And I'm so glad you mentioned team because that's actually like a great thing to talk about here too, is you also grew your team during our work together. I did. I did. Um, so I have two incredible women working with me now. Um, helping me with these projects. Um, and it has just been massively helpful. I'm saying massively a lot. It's been really helpful because I am able to focus on where I excel and allow them to also focus on where they excel and in turn support other female freelancers and female entrepreneurs in the process, which just feels really, really kick-ass. Um, so that's awesome. Um, and that was definitely a hurdle I needed to overcome too, because I created this rule that I have to hit, what did I say? I think it was like, I have to hit six figures on my own before hiring a team member. I think that was it. Yeah. You were like, I don't, where did that, (laughs) where did that come from? Like, like why? And I think that it came from the fact that I was always massively independent growing up. And so I was very much like, I need to prove to myself that I can do this on my own. Um, but in hiring a team, you know, I, I exceeded in sales in the first year, you know, that $100,000 it's, it's more than that. And that wouldn't have been possible to do that without having a team. And I tend to think that my sanity is pretty important. And, um, (laughs) I was going, I was going a little crazy. I was definitely just feeling like very overwhelmed, like very strung out, like, the, the creative process is, is so, is such a beautiful thing. Um, and I wasn't able to really feel like I was in flow and invested in each and every project I was doing for a short period of time before I hired my team on because I just felt spread way too thin. I would recommend anyone that's listening to take this advice and hire a team member <laughs> before <laughs> you get to that point where you're like, I am so overwhelmed um, because it will just allow you to grow faster and it will allow you to feel better about your day to day and have more flow and feel like you're going crazy a little less. Um, and those are all massively important things. So definitely leaning into that um, was really helpful. And having you push back against the belief that I have to hit a certain number of revenue before I hire someone again, I think it was fear-based. I think it was like, well, what if I hire someone and then paying them makes it so that I cannot hit this, this six figure goal that I had set for myself. Just the, the complete opposite was true, right? Like I was able to take on more sales calls, feel super energized for those sales calls, close more sales because I have someone that's helping me develop the websites now, because I have someone that's helping me troubleshoot the technology things now. Um, and so that was just, 
awesome. Yes. Because, because I'm able to, to focus more on what I enjoy doing and what I excel at doing and support other women who are trying to thrive in the online space as well. Totally. And I think one thing that's just so useful to see here is I think like the story that was crafted around that, and this is something I see really commonly is like, well, if I hire a team member, that's actually going to cut into the profit in my business. And it's like, Okay, sometimes that is true, right? Sometimes it's true that like we have to step into it first before we can see the results we want and we can grow into that and like up level from there, right? So like grow income from that point because you free up the time and the mental capacity to do the things that only you can do, be more strategic, work towards that bigger vision. So I'm not saying that you wouldn't ever see a pullback before you spring forward, but the way that Allie and I had talked about this and the way we engineered it was so that she actually built team into her cost essentially, or into what she was charging from a sales perspective so that she could still see profit on the other side of that team member, which I think is a useful conversation as well, because I think sometimes we're not taking the full picture into consideration when we have those fears bubble up. So we're looking at it like, oh my gosh, this would cut into my profit. I won't make as much money. And everything Ali said is true. Like typically having that extra support is the thing that allows you to step into the bigger income. But you can also be really smart and really strategic about how you price your services so that you are still seeing a profit on the other side of that number. So I think that's really useful to see as well because I, again, I think the fear that comes up there so often is just like, but no one can do it as well as I can. And it's going to cut into my profit, right? And when you can see like, you're right, they probably will do it better than you can. And also you can structure your profit in a way that makes sense for your business. I think that that is just so useful here too. So really just calling into question those stories you have around pricing and team and profit and all of that is just so useful in making better decisions in your business so you can grow. Absolutely. And it just feels so much better than feeling like you are responsible for everything and anything that might arise and you don't have that support network um, to help with. And uh, that's another thing we can talk about with value is like when I'm able to charge more, I'm able to pay my team more. And yes. that feels super good to me. Right. And so it's like, well, now that I have a team, I feel even more inclined to charge more so that I can pay them more for the incredible work that they're able to do that I otherwise wouldn't be able to do to their level. You know, I, I hire people that are more talented than I am in whatever it is that whatever task it is that they're going to be participating in for trio. And so that's really helpful. And um, it, it has only made me a better business owner and a better creative to surround myself with people who I think um, are better than me in certain areas and who are really geniuses in what they do and what they contribute. So that has been really awesome as well. Yes, I love it. So let's talk about the template shop because I know that this was another area of your business where there were definitely some limiting beliefs creeping in, some rules you had created. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what was going on there and how you kind of shifted that story? Yes. So this is this is awesome. So towards kind of the end of our coaching together, I talked about kind of dipping my toe into the passive income space slash 
digital assets space with website templates. So, you know, at this point, working with my team one-on-one for a custom project is multiple thousands of dollars. Um, I truly believe that we provide even more than that in in the transformation and in the value at the end of the day, Um, but it is expensive, right? And so I kind of wanted to create something that was for entrepreneurs who were maybe in their first year of business and weren't ready to drop, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on something custom, but still want something that's professional, still want something that's polished, inviting, all of those great things. And um, we had discussed creating website templates as kind of that perfect offer for people that don't have as big of a budget, um, but still, but still want something that is going to be, you know, a high converting website. Right. And so we talked about these, these website templates and I, you know, I had a couple thoughts come up and one of them that comes up was just like the size of my audience. I was like, well, you know, my audience is small. Will I be able to sell these? The template space is super saturated. If you type in like show it website templates into Pinterest or Google, you know, tons of things are going to come up. Um, and that can, that felt a little intimidating to me. It was like, well, you know, will the templates that, you know, my team and I create be able to compare with this or compete with this? Um, and then, you know, how much do I charge for these templates? And I'm seeing, and, and the thing about templates that's very interesting is they range from, you know, $150. Or like free. To, <laughs> or like free, sure, right? So like, for a template. And so I'm just sitting there like, well, I need a rule and I don't have a rule. So I need something else to latch onto. And so I'm like looking at what all of these other designers are doing and how much they're charging and how long they've been doing it and all of these things. And then you push back against that and you were like, Allie, like based off of the quality of the design, what you're how many pages you're including, Um, I want to include tutorial videos with my templates that give people an introduction to show it as well as an introduction into creating a website that is consistent and cohesive. I don't know anyone else who's doing this with show it templates, right? And so having that conversation with you illuminated the fact that I was looking outside myself yet again for rules and for the answer when, when I just look at the templates that we're working on creating and anchoring in on the value that they provide and the fact that it is more than just templates because there's also these tutorial videos that come along with it that are really helping people create templates that are really cohesive with their own branding. Because I was noticing, um, and one of the, the benefits of this research was that I realized that a lot of people feel like they buy a template and then they tinker around with it themselves and then they don't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like, well, yeah, of course, because they don't know the rules of consistent and cohesive branding. Yeah. And so that's a major thing I want to address with these templates is like, well, yeah, you have this template, but you need to be using a consistent color palette. You need to be honing in on certain fonts. This is the way that you can have fonts that blend a little better together and giving people these additional bits of information that was actually making it so there's no way these templates were going to be $200 templates because the value there is so much greater than that. Not to mention the designer that I'm working with on these templates, Alisa, is absolutely incredible at what she does. And if I am, if I'm comparing the templates that she is helping me create um, with some of the other ones on the market that are only a couple hundred dollars, 
the amount of time and the investment that I'm putting into having her help me with these templates should absolutely not be charging 200 or $300. Right. And so totally. they're still going to be massively cheaper when this template shop comes out, they're still going to be massively cheaper than working with my team and I one-on-one, but they're not going to be $200 templates because they're not worth $200. Right. right and Cause so, it's not a cheap template. Like it's not, like, yeah. it has so much more, the quality is so much higher than what you would expect to get if you were getting a free template or getting a $200 template. Like there's just so much more value there. And I think that that like, that's where people tend to get stuck is because it's sometimes it's hard for us to see our own magic. Right. So that was like the biggest thing that came up there was like, you really leaned into like, oh, okay, this is what sets this apart. And this is why I will charge more is because there's just so much more value there. Right. And it was easier for me to see the magic we were creating when I had a team member who I so deeply believed in, because it was like, well, I believe in your magic. And so it was like, so then why am I charging this? And in seeing her magic, it allowed, it helped me see my own in a sense. Yes. And so that's really, that's really impactful as well, because then you're, you're able to take a step back and be like, well, wait a second. Like I can absolutely charge, you know, on the higher end of these templates because I'm doing something that I don't know anyone else that's doing, which is the, this like tutorial, like mini course that's happening. That's really going to help people make the template their own, but still keep it at that super, super like high quality level and really consistent and cohesive throughout the website, which is something that I'm finding that a lot of people were struggling with, with templates because they would go in and put in their own fonts and their own images and their own colors without having this, this, you know, branding 101 level knowledge of how to do it in a way that is actually going to make it a much more high converting website and a more memorable brand. Yes. So good. All right. So once again, these are like the longest episodes I ever do. But before we wrap up, is there anything that you would like to share about our coaching work together? Anything that stood out to you? Any lingering thoughts you want to pop in before we wrap up? Yes. So I think that I want to give you some major credit here because I think that one of the things with coaching is the fact that you don't have this, like, like when you work with a designer, you have the, this, these tangibles, right? You get this logo, you have this website, you have this website copy that you can read. Um, and when you work with a coach, there aren't these promised deliverables. And I think that that makes some people hesitant to hire a coach when in reality, it has been the best investment that I made in my business because I was able to really see my own blind spots and realize that there were some things in my business that I was just just too close to, to even see. Um, and so, you know, the transformation that I went through with my mindset was obviously the most notable thing and, and really helpful for me in growing my business and in anchoring into my value. And so I really encourage people to to really consider coaching as an investment because you can't see your own blind spots. That's why they're blind spots. Yeah. You know, find finding a coach that you feel is is really aligned with you. And for me, that was absolutely Amanda, is really going to be transformative for you if you're willing to show up to those calls with an open mind and if you're willing to at least give a try to whatever your your coach is suggesting of you. It was really helpful. And so I would really recommend coaching to anyone. I think that it is been really impactful and helpful in my own business. And it's given me so much more confidence, 
regardless of the fact that it was a bigger investment and regardless of the fact that it's not like um, you handed over some design files at the end of it, right? Yeah. So I just think that that's been, that's been really great and really helpful. So I think letting your, your audience know that is a very valuable piece of this. Oh, I love that so much. And like, I just want to give you so much credit here as I always love to give my clients because I think like you were just so willing to show up for our calls with an open mind and you were so willing to have me question those beliefs and really just like challenge how you thought business was supposed to work or how you thought things had to be done. And that's not the easiest shift to make. Like I want, I want everyone to know that like, it takes an incredible amount of willingness on both coach and client's part to see those big results. And I know that Allie was just always so willing to have those things challenged, have those things coached and questioned and really just show up for the work, like both the mindset side of things, but also like you made, you did an incredible amount of work in our time to get, during our time together. When it comes to just like, even like sales pages and rebranding and hiring team members and continuing to show up for client work. Like it's really easy to go, okay, well, like, well then the coach must be the magic pill. And it's like, I mean, a coach is there to support you in the process of building the business, but I give Allie so much credit just for like showing up for the actions themselves and continuing to move the ball forward and continuing to question the way it had to be done and continuing to, to really see the results on the other side of that. So I think that there's just so much magic to be had in that coaching client relationship. And I, I ultimately, that's where I see my clients get the best results too. So just so incredibly grateful to you for coming on the show today and sharing your experience and really letting us in on those things that I think like not nearly enough people talk about in our industry about how you really do have what it takes. And sometimes it really is just like that one shift that makes the biggest difference in then those shifts compounding over time, you know, is just like the thing that that helps you to see more results. So I just love this conversation so much and I am so grateful to you. So Ali, if people love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Yes, so I am on Instagram all the time at Trio Creative Studios. And you can also check out my website and the work that I'm completing with my team at triocreativestudios.com. Yes. And if you are an entrepreneur who is looking for a rebrand, really looking to up-level, I highly encourage you to reach out to Allie. She loves sales calls as much as I do, which as we all know is a lot. So that would be an incredible conversation. And I just, I like, I cannot say enough good things about Trio. So it's such a joy to have you on the show, Allie. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me, Amanda. I had a great time catching up with you and chatting about this. I'm super excited. Yay! Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. 
I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift.